This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the D73 Drive Podcast. I am one of your hosts, John Reed, the Director of Instructional Technology for Hawthorne School District 73. And as with me, as always... Oh, my goodness. For the last for the episode last of, the of the 22-23 school year. I can't believe it. Hi, I'm Karen Maturo, Assistant Superintendent of Innovative Learning. Thanks for joining us. So this is our last one for the year, uh, episode, episode number 30. Wow. Uh, so we've gone through our drive... What would that be? Six times now? Yes. I think drive, 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 drive. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, six yeah. times five, John. Um, six times five. I was never a math teacher, but <laughs> it was my understanding there would be no math on the podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is our last episode before we go on break. It's the last letter of our drive. We are at every one. Um, and we had been talking last time about social capital. Mm-hmm. We had talked about the book, Who You Know, and kind of how important that is for our students that in a lot of ways, just the we've talked even in the last couple of weeks about how with technology changing, when a technology, when something new gets introduced, it changes, has the potential to change the whole system. Doesn't just add something, it changes the whole system. And part of that is there have been some really great changes in the last few years with new technology tools and things like that. But sometimes you almost feel like the way things have changed, it does have the potential to take away opportunities for our students to network with other people. It has opportunities to add more chances for them to network, but maybe taking away some of the older ways of networking. Like a lot of times you see, you know, kids are on their phones. Like, I don't know, when I was a kid, there was... A lot of times? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, when I was a kid, you you went outside, you played. You Uh played with your friends down the street. You spent almost all day, especially summertime, you spent all day with them, and then you came back home at night. Met their cousins who were over visiting, blah, 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 all that. And it just, and, and I don't know if we're just seeing this in or perceiving it in a different way but it just feels like that doesn't happen as much anymore and it feels like as mobile of a society as we are that are there as many opportunities for students to build that social capital as there used to be maybe not maybe we need to be more intentional about it Um, so we have some ideas especially if you are a parent listening to this one we have some ideas for how you can um, help build your students or your child's social capital over the summertime. So we have a, we've kind of come up with a list of some things, some suggestions, um, and then we had kind of been talking about this before we were recording as well, that we had some other thoughts on it, but things like, um, and there are, I mean, with, within our community, there are all kinds of opportunities oh, so for things like this, but, but the first thing on our list is joining clubs and organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are... You know, you were talking about there were uh, on Facebook, um, people were posting up things like, hey, we've just moved into town. It's amazing Um, to me. I I want to get together before the school year starts with other people. I was thinking about how nice that is. Like a new family comes in and all the moms groups or or dads. But I always see them on like the moms group. Like we just moved here from Ohio. I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old. We don't know anybody. If anyone wants to meet us and new friends, we'll be at the park Mm -hmm. at one o'clock. Like... That kind of social networking, and think about that mom mm-hmm. who's putting herself out there for that social mm-hmm. networking. Because I do have to say, too, a lot of times our, our adults aren't social networking mm-hmm. or because they're not going into work. They don't meet 300 mm-hmm. people at work anymore. Right. They're in, so it is putting yourself out there to meet yeah. people. But yeah. 
those kinds of things. So we said, you know, park districts, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. any park district booklet you get about joining something, but there are clubs all over Facebook. Yeah. There are clubs all over social media, dog walking clubs, bike mm -hmm. riding clubs, scooters, mm -hmm. um, electric, whatever they're using, those electric scooters. So be looking for those yeah. kinds of things to hook your kids up and help them. And a lot of times if you go to your local library too, like they will have posters oh up on different things you can join. They will have book clubs and film clubs and crafting clubs and all kinds of whatever, coding clubs and, right. and robot clubs and all kinds of other stuff. So even, if, and there's all kinds of programming that you can sign up mm -hmm. for. Um, I mean, obviously within the district, we have like our HEI summer right. school. Um, I think but that's all kinds now. of other. It is closed now, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's, a, so, so, so next year. So next year, yeah. Next year, for don't, sure. Don't apply but this I year, know the year. high schools um, too. Like I remember Stevenson has yeah. a book for young students about anything, like yeah. you're saying. And this is what I think is so cool too. Like, you know, back in our day, there might not have been mm -hmm. that many things because kids were off just playing. Mm -hmm. Now, anything you're interested, you could find oh, yeah. a group or a class mm -hmm. or a club to do. So make sure yeah. your students are putting themselves out there, talking to different people about these mm -hmm. things. Yeah, yeah. We love your second one, volunteering. Yeah, second one, Let's volunteering. Um, so e even my daughter is actually doing this this summer. She's too young to work, but um, she is volunteering at our local library. That's you know, great. She's, they have for summer reading, they have a prize table yes. where kids can come in and, and redeem their awesome. summer reading bookmarks for some type of a prize, a free book mm -hmm. or something else. So she's been, just in the last few days, she's been checking with me and my wife and saying, hey, can, um, can I volunteer right. from 10 to 1 on this day? And she's got her whole schedule That's up for awesome. what she's doing to volunteer. I mean, there are pads, food banks, yes. pads, I animal shelters. I remember my or, kids did pads where they made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Like literally for a morning, they made out 200 peanut butter yeah. and jelly sandwiches. I love what you said too about the animal shelters. Yeah. I know you can go, I think the one in Gray's Lake is always about, like yeah. kids can walk dogs or feed sure. them or whatever yeah. else. What a great great way mm -hmm. to connect and it doesn't even have to be I mean that doesn't have to be something that is even necessarily organized like right. that you could probably do it within your own neighborhood right you know if you wanted to organize a, a group of kids to go around and help maybe you've got some uh, some older folks that yes, live in your neighborhood go around and mow their lawn or That's go around and help idea. pick up or help with certain things and I, I know we used to have our neighborhood has gotten a little bit younger over the years but we used to have some older folks in our neighborhood and and you know my kids from time to time we'd say yeah go over there and weed. they they need some help they need some help <laughs> weeding help they, me they need some help yeah um you know my son used to mow lawns uh, right. for a couple of the older folks that lived in our mm -hmm. near our neighborhood and he didn't always get paid for that right. but you know it was just a great chance for him to volunteer and then also Show he got to know those folks as That's well and how many times oftentimes i know we i live far away from you know my parents and and grandparents mm -hmm. and so how many times do kids get a chance to spend with time uh spend time with someone outside of their own generation right. you know and spend time with someone who's two generations older than them, right. three generations older than them, um, you know, they don't may not have that chance. So it's right. a great way for them to network even just beyond other kids, but have right. some of those opportunities. I love when our school does that, when they go to Victory, I think it yeah. is the retirement center, and, and it's always in the paper or something, mm -hmm. but the things that the kids learn about right. those senior citizens is just great. And they do, yeah. they have a great time meeting those ladies and gentlemen over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the third thing on our list is keeping in touch with their their school friends. Um, I mean, there yes. are you have the technology, so yes. I know that you know my son is he doesn't have his driver's license yet, but he's still 
keeping in touch with friends either on FaceTime right. or they'll get together and they'll, you know, ride bikes to the beach yeah. or they'll ride bikes to somewhere else. And, um, you know, that just the other day he was asking me to, to buy him a spike ball set because oh. he and some of his buddies were going to go to the beach game. and play a game of spike ball. And mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, there are all kinds of opportunities to kind of organize. We have some friends that love to play board games. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, their kids... I don't know, they have a few other kids in their neighborhood, but they live in Gray's Lake. We live a little bit further away, but they're like, hey, you guys love to play board games. Why don't we get together like once every couple weeks and just play board games? So things like that. that. Yeah, so things like that. And then we talked about developing new skills, Mm -hmm. like taking cooking classes, doing something that maybe they didn't have time for during the school year, or we keep talking about risk takers Mm -hmm. and innovators. What can they do that's a little out of their realm? Mm -hmm. Another one we talked about was exploring nature. This is one of my kids' favorite thing to do, you know, to go to all of Lake County. We have so many forest preserves, things like that. Independence Um, Grove. Independent Lambs Farm. Um, And they have programming. We know that. They also have programming about learning about Mm. that. And I don't know about your kids. The Botanic Garden is not that far away, and it's amazing. It's amazing. And my kids are all into, like, nature. At least they they were um, when they were younger. But they still are. But, like... All of the conservation in animals. Anything to do with that, yeah. my kids would be up at 6 a.m. to go help yeah. with that. So look into that. My son was until a chipmunk ran across his bare foot the other day. Oh, and my he, he, no. That oh was, my I won't go into more detail because he would be embarrassed. But yeah, <laughs> oh my it, that goodness. did not go over well and he may be anti-nature oh now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, and then the last one, I mean, I'm the techie guy, so of course I'm going to mention this one. Um, there are other ways to do some digital networking, some mm-hmm. online networking. And I would say, especially parents, as you are, I mean, this, these should always kind of be monitored by parents, regardless of, of a child's age. But, um, you know, different online communities. Yeah. I know that there are some different friend groups and just other organizations that, you know, my kids are a part of that they have some kind of online chat groups mm-hmm. and it's moderated by an adult. Um, so, you know, some of the, the uh, groups that they're a part of, there's an adult moderator for that. So it's not like the kids are just there on their yeah. own. Um, but even like a YouTube channel, like I know several kids have started their own YouTube channel and they have, you know, they have followers on there and the people can comment on their videos. And sometimes you want to be cautious with that. Right. Um, you know, just be because of how things are with social media and all that. But um, it's also kind of a great way for kids to meet other people beyond their local area. My uh, niece was just telling me yesterday her oldest daughter's going to college. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about when you went to college, but I knew like a couple people going to University of Illinois. I was a huge college I probably mm-hmm. knew like five people she's they have networks right we're talking about social sure, networking yeah. building your network that they go on all freshmen she's going to Michigan mm-hmm. State University all freshmen go and they meet each other like what yeah. do you like to do what do you like what are you gonna do the first week are you gonna mm-hmm. where are you all meeting when are you moving there and she said she already knows or feels like she knows mm-hmm. 25 people already because they're all in part of this group. What a great way to make your child feel better and like more comfortable. At least I know someone, right? So those are ways that we can start building our social capital. We keep talking about it's who you know, right? It's who you know. It's who you know. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. This has been this has been the last episode. So, Karen, I want to thank you for oh doing this with me. This was this so year. fun. Thank so we had a lot so of fun much. doing these recordings this year, and um, we we'll, we'll brag on ourselves. This is not the victory episode, but we'll brag on ourselves. We have never done an episode where we had to stop and edit anything out, even with people um, knocking on my office door, on, even with people like knocking on the door. Especially 
Especially um, Dr. Hannigan. We, we did, every episode we did in one take. So we did. I don't know if it shows when you're listening to it in a bad way or uh, if it's good. But um, yeah, so we, we had a lot of fun doing it. And um, we're, we're look, looking I'm forward so to looking more forward stuff to for next year. year. Yeah. Especially with some of the things that we are going to implement mm-hmm. next year. As we were saying in, I don't know what episode, but like this year we're really trying to wrap our head around them. What do we want to see at Hawthorne mm-hmm. for innovation? What does it look like? What does it sound like? Yeah. And then next year to see some of these things in the classroom, I'm yeah. so looking forward to There's been a to lot it. of stuff going on in the background that yes. we're hoping to be able to then unveil that for you next year and yes. so you can really get a chance to see some of the great things that totally. we're going to be testing out and starting to implement and, and ways that you can transform some of the things, mm-hmm. some of the experiences in your classroom for you and your students. Exactly. Yeah. All right, everybody, thank you so much. Have a great I w- summer. I-, I won't say join us next week because you won't join right. us next week, next but you'll fall. see us in the fall. So we'll be back here with season two of the D73 Yay. Drive broadcast in the fall. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? <laughs>